Alrighty, Bachelor Nation, what the hell? What's going up? What's going on? Eddie and Lynn here, and with special guests. Now, I told you guys, a sp the off-season is where Rosebud's podcast shines, and we're here, and we're pumped. So we have on via Zoom today, obviously, Lynn, who is still kind of on maternity leave, but pops in for big-time interviews. And this interview is the one and only. We're going back now, guys. Listen to your heart, The Bachelor. One of the most underrated Bachelor shows. Probably my f second favorite spinoff, but... Heartthrob from the show. She made it to the final two or four, <laughs> however you want to talk about it. Rosebuds Nation, put your hand together for Jamie. Hello. Happy to be here. <laughs> so Jamie from Listen to Your Heart, um, you know her. Her single is out now. Go to your head. Absolutely go stream it, download it, play it. Absolute jam. Jamie, what's going on? How the hell are you? Thanks for uh, chatting with us today. Yeah, I'm doing really good. Been in Nashville, I've been doing a lot of writing. I kind of consider this my incubation period. So I've just been writing a lot on my own, which I always grew up doing. And I'm doing a lot of co-writing and just trying to get a bunch of stuff together. And I'm going to be moving into like the recording process. So you'll be hearing new music from me very soon. Oh, that's exciting. So we'll talk all things songwriting. We'll talk all things Nashville. We'll talk all things go your new single, Go To Your Head. But let's start off with a little trip down memory lane. Listen to your heart. I think from night one, you were a crowd favorite. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I talked very highly when we recapped the episodes of you. Your night one was interesting, and then you became a little bit of a, a, a big picture person in terms of the show. So, like, what was that like when you were in the beginning, I guess, juggling Ryan and Trevor <laughs> or, like, being the person that people fought over? Like, was that weird? And then you're trying to balance singing. Talk me through it. Yeah, it was so weird. Um, I was so nervous. I mean, I'll just just start off. I mean, th throughout the whole process of even going on, I thought, oh, I have no chances of going on. I'm just this is just fun, like doing some auditions, whatever. And then, um, like going into it, I was like, I told all my friends before I left, I was like, yeah, I'll be back in like a day. Don't don't <laughs> even worry. Like whatever. Don't you're gonna miss me. And then I got there, and it was just like, it was so weird. I just, I mean, I I was one of the only people there that actually like seen the show before <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I kind of like knew some things are going on but it's obviously so different to live it but yeah I mean I met Ryan first and I was you know really attracted to him he's such a sweet guy um and then you know Trevor came in a little bit later and then I met him and I had a really strong connection. I mean, sometimes you just meet someone and, you know, you you feel something there. Right. And so I don't know. But I, just to be in that position, I was kind of in shock and I didn't know how to handle it. And I just like felt really bad. And I was grateful to like go on the date with Ryan and I had a good time. And it's it's so funny because like in a in out of that world, if I had met Ryan and had that date, I would have been like, oh, my God. Right. But then it's like everything there. So like this and this and this. So you think, you know, outside of that, like I've you know, I would have probably like dated him from that. But then also there's this other guy here too. And, and not even to compare them. It was just for me based off of like how I felt in my heart. <laughs> in your heart. I mean, it was, right honestly, it was like a constant. <laughs> exactly. I was just trying to do that. And then, you know, that's kind of what felt right at the, at the time to kind of move forward with Trevor. Um, but yeah, it did put me in a kind of a, a weird position but like Ryan's so cool and like chill. And after I had, you know, picked Trevor for that first rose ceremony, um, like we were friends. It wasn't like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. The um, Capitol Records date. I mean, to me, I'm not a musician. I'm around them. 
I respect everything about it. That's got to be like a bucket list type thing to get that experience, right? Yeah. I mean, I was literally like shitting my pants. I was, so, <laughs> I was like, I was so nervous. I mean, walking down that hall and just seeing everybody that recorded there. They told us they're like, oh yeah, Billy Eilish was just in this studio the other day. I was like, oh, well, I mean, every deal. yeah, casual, just casual. Um, and then just walking to that room. Um, I mean, I'm a big John Mayer fan as well, but like not Ryan level. So like he kind of knew everything that was going on. And, you know, I was super nervous because I didn't go in knowing anything. Right. I didn't know I was going to be singing that song. And although I love John Mayer, that's not like my style or what I would have, you know, chosen to, mm -hmm. to sing. So I kind of did, you know, followed him and like kind of let him kind of like take the lead there. But it was such an incredible experience. And then getting to go on the roof, which they don't normally like allow people up there. It's like sometimes just special concerts or whatever. So getting up there and just seeing all that, like it's incredible. Like that's just like a memory I'll, like I will always cherish. Like that was like, I don't know, like that. Yeah, exactly. It's a bucket list thing. And then having the um, John Elijah in the room who produced, you know, your body's the wonderland and gravity or I might be wrong about the first one, but I know he produced Gravity. <laughs> and so just to have him there, I was like, oh my God, the guy that like heard John Mayer sing this is hearing me sing this. And yeah. I'm like, this is intense. <laughs> but that's a big was... like first date. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also to be fair, I mean, it was kind of like, you know, they're they're doing the dates based off of music, but I, I kind of wish I had a little bit more time maybe to like, talk to him because yeah. it was more of like my nerves really took over i mean i think you know anyone that watched it saw me be very nervous i am very nervous i have a lot of stage fright you know i was um i i've never like i used to perform when i was little and then i became like a songwriter very like kind of like a hermit <laughs> so like going on to this like being performing i was like felt like i was gonna throw up every time but i just yeah. had to like take that step out there and do it so I don't know. I feel like my nerves kind of got in the way, especially in the beginning and kind of throughout. But by the end, I was like, you know what? I got this. Even if I don't do well oh. or as good as I think, like, I'm just proud of myself for like getting this far and for like being able to push myself because I never thought I'd be able to like do that being judged. It's different if you're like performing your own music and people are there to like see you and support you versus like it's a competition and they're like going to be like, oh, yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah. You know, so. All right, I'm going to interject real quick and get a little sappy. And Eddie, I know you're going to be mad at me. It's probably the hormones talking. I did just have a baby. But like, I remember just being like, so proud of you, Jamie. And like, I felt like you gave such a great message to women because like, yeah, you were struggling big time. And like, that's life. Like, people are nervous. And like, you, you fought through it. And like, to, to watch you grow through the end, like, I don't know, I felt so proud of you. And I was like, I hope everybody gets to watch this journey and watch like, you know, you just kind of keep showing up and you get through it. So I thought it was a great message um, for women and everybody to see. Yeah. I mean, I'll be like, I'll be honest, you know, watching back uh, the first episode or whatever, and I was watching it, you know, I was like, I was embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, like I look so unprofessional. And some people were like saying that, right. But then it was like the people that said stuff like that, that you were saying, that were like, you know, I'm an artist too or whatever, and I get so nervous. It was so great that you were so honest about mm -hmm. it because I'll give you a secret. Other people, they were nervous, <laughs> but they just like to show me being nervous because yeah. I'm 
I put everything kind of out there. So like, yeah, like if I was feeling nervous, I mean, people saw me do like my weird like things before <laughs> I would go out or whatever and like whatever I had to do to get myself to, to step out on there. But at the end of the day, like I'm glad that I was myself and that I didn't like try to pretend like it was all cool and chill or whatever. Cause yeah, like I know so many people that share that, you know, those insecurities in themselves or whatever. And I'm glad that I got to portray it and then by the end I'm like I'm not embarrassed that I was nervous or like I had some performances that weren't my best because that's just that exactly said it's life and yeah so that was awesome no was it so thanks for being genuine <laughs> it came through I mean it came through yeah. it did the um yeah kind of to Lynn's point I mean you bring up a good point Jamie the a lot of people want to talk about why didn't the show work what was the deal with the show first of all you're, if you're comparing it to The Bachelor or Bachelorette, it's just, you can't because that's the premier show of the franchise, right? You're going to get between the 5 and 8 million viewers. Every, like that's You can't really compare it. Uh, people are like, oh, yeah. the deal with the show. It still got, in the middle of a pandemic, no one really knew what the show was, 2 to 3 million viewers a night. So it wasn't like you know a bust or anything. So I think I think a lot of people are, like give the show... Like, oh, it was a bust. It it wasn't. I mean, I mean, I just the, the numbers weren't bachelor numbers, but it wasn't going to be. That's a long way of getting to the, me saying, like, I think where the show I think did miss, and you tell me, this weird trying mm-hmm. to force love and music. Yeah. Like, it just was a weird. To your point, Jamie, you went on that John Mayer date. Like, that's just like, Lynn's like, that's an yeah. intense first date. Like. Okay, am I supposed to be pumped up about the music? Am I supposed to be in the Ryan? Like, and then it just kind of we didn't know as a viewer. Like, okay, are we supposed to be following her as a musician, or do we care more about the love story? So I think I'd be curious, very curious. Like, how do you think it was kind of juggling both, and was one more prioritized than the other? Okay, well, I will say, going into it, right, I had some. I always wondered, as an outsider watching, even The Bachelor, right, like. What are people's intentions, right? I'm sure everyone thinks that. Then when I got the scope of the show, which I literally found out with the rest of the world, by the way, what it was. Um, <laughs> That's a common theme. <laughs> that we I, I questioned it even more because I was like, wait a minute. So not only are we, ob- obviously, you know, everybody's going on there for exposure. You can't even say n- that's not true because we're all musicians. So that's that's half the point, right? But then it's also that, you know, you're supposed to find love and that's how you keep going in the competition. So I asked myself before, I'm like, how do I, how, I'm already, I already, it's hard for me to trust people. So I was like, how am I gonna, you know, go and meet someone and trust that they actually like me for me, or they just want to pair up with me because, you know, we do some of the same music or they think that we're going to sound good together or yeah. like they're going to want to continue on because it did make it weird. I'll say personally for me, I'm such a feelings driven person. And so for me, it was more about like the love. Like I will tell you that I kind of wanted to leave after a few days of being there um, after the Natasha thing happened. Huh? And I stayed there because like I had such strong feelings. And so that's what kind of kept me in the game. And I think like, and then coming out after like, and how all that went down, it kind of became obvious for me like, yeah there were some people there definitely just I think for the music or just for like the exposure and then that's really disappointing I think it's kind of hard the idea is cool but it's like how you execute it is confusing kind of because 
you know, you're even being judged on chemistry from these judges that don't even know you. So it's weird to watch other people perform and like, know. okay, I know what their connection is like because I live with them. Yeah. But then like you have a performance where it's like, you know, you rehearse it. Like, so you can make it look, I mean, think about like, and it's funny because they use the example, right? They say they want like, um, like the Lady Gaga uh, oh. story that she, whatever, which is ironic because like, no, I don't want the love story because he kills himself. Okay, <laughs> but um, <laughs> like, like True. I don't want that. <laughs> um, but it's ironic because remember when they performed together and everyone was like coming up with rumors like, oh my God, it looks like they're in love. But no, they, they were just performing. Yeah. So it's complicated and, you know... I don't know. So I could see why people were kind of like. I I think it made for great TV. (laughs) Like, sorry, like, not to say like tough shit, but like, if I loved like watching you guys perform and then watching like the, I I can appreciate how intense it was, but to like see how people could analyze the chemistry. I don't know. I was like really into that. I thought it was definitely very entertaining. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. Lynn, to, the, to both of your points, I think, and I've went on, Jamie, I've gone on rants about this in past years, a huge flaw of the show that was not fair to you guys is exactly what you said, that, okay, fucking JoJo and Jordan are now judging my chemistry. I know. Like, these people don't know you, and now I have to, like, be judged by these random-ass strangers. If it's on... Nor are they musically inclined. Well, not even that. So, like... If Jason Mraz gave me feedback I on my vocals or something, I'd be like, yeah, dude, whatever you say. But if JoJo's telling me I don't have <laughs> chemistry, it's like, get the hell out of here. But then, so that's your point, Jamie. And li- But to Lynn's point, it was great TV. Like, So I get both sides. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's It was yeah. weird. <laughs> and I think also I kind of came to the point where it was like, especially at the beginning, I can speak to like, you know, Trevor and I definitely had one of the stronger connections in the house. And then when we were like, the weird thing was too, is that you watched people get judged before you. And so if they were like, yeah. you guys didn't make eye contact, the next people that would perform would make yeah. sure that they did. That. So it kind of was an advantage too, to like not go first. But then it yeah. was this weird feeling I had. I was like, wait, like I have genuine things for this person. I don't want to feel like I have to like put it on yeah. on stage because I'm not almost seems fake. And then it's like, that was what was, probably the most weird for me in the beginning because I'm like why am I nervous that they're gonna judge me and my compatibility when I know yeah like or my kind I know that I have these feelings for him but like I don't want to be like like but it's not it wouldn't be my natural thing to like go up all over him like while I'm singing or doing whatever you know so it was like hard to balance that and also like never having like performed with like in a duet before too. So yeah. that was a whole other thing. Cause everybody that went on the show, they're all solo artists. So like that yeah, was another somebody else said that. I can't remember. It was Julia. Sorry, right, so let's get into it. You have made a very good point about the fact that after the show it was very apparent that some people went on only for the exposure. Are you gonna name names or are we gonna talk more about <laughs> that? Or what what was that comment about? Uh yeah, you know what, whatever, I don't care anymore. Um, I think just for me, like, I, especially walking, watching back was, like, super cathartic for me because, like, my relationship with Trevor ended before the show aired, like, eight days before. Oh. And, uh, yeah. And uh, 
you know, watching it was weird because a lot of people weren't talking anymore before. And then as the show was coming out and then people starting to see how people audience responds, right? Mm-hmm. Then they want to start talking to you again. Or, oh, let's, let's think oh, about no, recording no. that song. Let's think about doing it. And me, like, so blinded um, by, like, love because I really did fall in love. Like, or, no, I did. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, was that just like an extreme infatuation? I'm not sure. But um, you fell. <laughs> yeah. I, and that's me. That's yeah. like, that's like who I am. And then kind of after like realizing, like, as soon as I said no, or like the music thing fell off, never heard from them again. So yeah. like, it's just kind it just proved to me like, okay, you really were just like in it for that, the music and the exposure, because there were some people there, like, like, for example, I'll say Gabe, utmost respect for him. Like, he didn't have a connection with anyone. So he chose to leave. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like, yeah. that's incredible, because he could have, he could have stayed, like, I think it was uh, Ruby, right, that he had was with, right, right? but yeah. he didn't have that connection. So he like said goodbye. And I was like, that's genuine. I respect that. Like, yeah. you know, he was like, you know, I don't have that. So I'm go versus like some people there were just like really in it for you know the mute like just the music and that exposure which is like okay but then I hope I would have hoped that you would have been honest with your like partner about yeah that's not to like fake that that's I mean you know there's these type of people everywhere but that's tough so it's very interesting that you guys were done before the show aired because then to your point all the social media interact like that now questions a lot of things and I will say, not I don't want to get too into the weeds. My favorite actual date of the show was your ice skating date. Like that, just because the whole thing, like you had yeah, a whole arena a cool show. Date. Like that's pretty cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that was honestly, like, however I feel now, like that, I will always remember that moment because I, what I've learned since the show is like I can have that experience, and like I don't want it to be tainted just because of my feelings about him and yeah. how it ended or whatever. And just like looking back on that and like thinking about myself, like I had never told anybody that first. And like, that was just like a moment for me of like, I had already experienced like feeling like I'd been brave, like putting myself out there like musically. But then I was like, I did not know. I didn't even think he would say it back, but I was just like, for me, like, I'm going to say it. And like, you know, I know how the show works. Like, you know, they do like a date thing part, right? Like activity. And then you move into like the talking portion and like, (laughs) like oh that's probably like when I would do that but like it just felt so right in that moment and like this most special part is like so for me Rainbow that song by mm-hmm. Casey Musgraves like I had a um, one of my friends passed away a couple of years ago and that song like helped me get through that right and so then one night Trevor played that for me and it he didn't know and it became like our song and so that they had it playing in the whole arena and there was like rose petals oh, it was God. like such a magical moment and then they put the song on and oh so like oh, okay this is my moment like whatever and you know saying it then and I mean that was incredible I mean I still remember it my ice skates are still in my closet like <laughs> yeah it was the pageantry everything was great so, so to your point Jamie I think you know you and I've said this before Lynn and I have talked about this you put a bunch of really hungry aspiring musicians on this phenomenal platform and oh by the way you got to fall in love like in my eyes, of course, these people are going to try to push their career 
versus falling in love. Like that to me, if I was in that position, that's kind of how I would go into it. And I think uh, so. I want to get your thoughts on that. But also, I think the show might have hooked on a little better if like we just did a singing competition of some sorts. And then there was like behind the scenes romances that would just naturally happen. Yeah. I think that would have been fun. I agree. I mean, it's it's. It's also weird because you had like, right, like, uh, for example, like Becca and Danny, right? They have a connection. Becca does musical theater and Danny sings pop music, like, you know, and that's what he writes. So it's like, how do you then come together and perform it and have like a cohesive performance? So like, that's the other thing, too. Like, (laughs) yeah, so uh, there were some levels, but, you know, I will say, although I, I, I do think some people on it were there. Like there was like a you're gonna be on a scale, right? Like, I there were some people I think genuinely that really were looking for love and like that was part of it. Like I kind of came into it. My mindset was, I'm so open to love. Like this is what I want, and at the very least, like I'm going on here and getting some exposure. But that's what I wanted. Versus I think some people like were like, oh, I don't give a, I don't care about love, yeah. or were even not into it or whatever. But they they were just strictly on it for that you know, musical exposure and had plans afterwards or how they're going to use it or whatever. Interesting. See, now on the other side, you have Rudy and Matt, right? They made like awesome, awesome music, but then he left because he wasn't feeling it. And it's like, but who cares? Your music was great, you know, like, but then again, Rudy was telling us a different um, situation. Didn't Matt just do something very (laughs) shitty to her or something? Yeah. Do you know? (laughs) Rudy is my closest friend on the show and we're still super close. We talked, we were just talking yesterday. I, um, yeah, I mean, at the time I thought, okay, he's leaving because he doesn't feel like he has a strong enough connection. So I almost found respect for him kind of like in that moment, but I'll speak to it. Like I lost respect for him because you know, me looking out for like one of my best friends after the show, him wanting to still do music with her seemed kind of shady with, for me, Yeah, they're unbelievably talented. They do do music well together, but Rudy can kick ass on her own. Oh yeah. Like she doesn't need to totally do it by herself. And it was kind of like, we were, it's the same kind of position of being like, you know, having those feelings for someone and like, you know, her kind of questioning, Oh, Okay. You know, and I don't want to speak for her fully, but like, or what are his intentions mm-hmm. too? Yeah. And so um, I think for her, it was just like, kind of just kind of what I said before of like learning, like maybe he fell more on the scale of like not caring about the feelings part, but Rudy's more similar to me in that like, she was in it for love too. Yeah. When you're watching it and you're seeing how people respond, we all then responded based off of that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like- you know, when, oh, the audience is really liking Matt and Rudy. Oh, okay, yeah, Moody yeah. Monday, you know, or whatever. Or like, oh, people that thought Julian Sheridan sounded really good on the bones. Or like, okay, let's do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then it kind of like changed because people wanted to adapt based, based off of how people were responding. Versus me at first, I was like, no. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I knew like from the beginning, first couple of weeks of it airing, I knew, okay, Obviously, I, I'm not stupid. I see what gets more likes. I see what gets more attention. And if I were to play into it more and, and like post, you know, sure. the photos of Trevor and I performing, whatever. But I was like, I'm not doing that to myself because yeah. no, you're selling but, yourself out. I mean, 
that's what yeah. it's down to. Yeah. I give you credit, Jamie. That's it's a, I feel like that's yeah, a, me that's too, a Jamie. very mature thing to do, especially in the moment. I think it's a moral thing. It's <laughs> I think it's, you know. I know, too, but I'm such yeah. a skeptic of the show. I think that's why I am like, yeah, fucking post the picture of you guys with the guitar and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I always like wondered because I was like, you know, you see the bachelor or whatever and you see everyone posting their dates and I'm always thinking like, Okay, you know only one right. person. I think the same thing, Jamie. Like, I'm like, like, I'm like not, more did you move on? Like, I wasn't moving on yet. I was like, I'm not putting. <laughs> I was like, I'm not putting it out there. But, but basically, what I'll say is that kind of, as the show was airing, him and I started talking again. So, I mean, it's all yeah. gone now. But if you, if like, let's say it was still up there, you would have seen that like later as the show was airing. Like, I did have him on my page, but like I didn't say the same stuff that he was saying about me, like being like, "Oh, I have so much re respect for this girl," or saying oh. all this stuff. And I was like, "Really? Oh, that's interesting." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for telling me via social media. <laughs> the um, yeah, so uh, unfortunately, the last remaining couple just broke up, Chris and Bree. I mean, what were I you know. got any tea on that? Or they were they were oh, beautiful together. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Chris and Brie, both super, super nice people, like really genuine people, really genuine. Um, I wasn't particularly close with either of them on the show. So I haven't honestly like kept up like in, in touch that much with them. So I really don't know any of, I don't know yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. Your, so. Let's talk about some of your, your, the songs you sang on the show. Um, Oh, and then because I have a question for you, because again, even before we started, we started talking about country music. Like, is that your? Yeah. Is that where you want to be? The country lane? Because you sang Lady A. Can't say Lady Antebellum. Although watching it back, Chris Harrison sang Lady Antebellum. I was like, oh, that's foreshadowing. But and then we had, <laughs> yeah, not, not great. Then we had Marin Morris, and then you had Dan and Shay. So three country, and then I think yep. a Megan Trainer song. So like. Is country your thing or were you pumped about those songs? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think uh, probably the most difficult thing Trevor and I uh, struggled with uh, musically is we have completely different ranges. I mean, obviously, but basically every single time I would have to take the chorus on leading it. And so the, the issue was, it was, Jamie, how high can you sing so that he like so that it would work? Uh. And, you know. Singing as high as you can, it's like, especially when you're nervous, like that's like the worst. And, you know, I was trying to push myself to like have like the best sound. And also him and I were the worst at harmonies. Like neither one of us were that great at that. <laughs> I will say he put in a lot of work to try to do excel. I can't. Um, uh, I can I can harmonize when I'm like not not thinking about it and it's just like happening but I didn't have like experience like doing that for like a show or whatever and in that quick of time of having to put together something uh -huh. so I mean yes I am like I'm a pop country artist that's what I do I I think like for me if you listen to Maren Morris's latest stuff like that's kind of like what I like I I like like the country instrumentation the country songwriting yeah. And then I like pop production and all of that. Also, there's so much crossover right now. Yeah. It's kind of like so much blending. Um, I'm just putting out music that's me. But yes, I was so happy to get, you know, the Maren Morris song. Although it ended up being more difficult to perform yeah. than I would have liked because I wasn't just singing it in the key that I would have picked. Um, that's tough. And then my favorite song that I performed was Just a Kiss, which is funny. Uh, I don't even remember if they showed this, but... I cried 
Oh. <laughs> we got that first time. I was like, because uh, it's it's even more scary when you didn't even know the words or anything. Like I knew that song, Marin Morris's song already. Like um, we got John Legend and Megan Maynard. Uh, like I'm gonna lose you. I also was very familiar with that song. Just a kiss. I know that song, but I didn't know all the lyrics. So I was the most scared for that. Uh-huh. But that was the biggest week, and that was like the week that I gained my confidence. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And then I thought that that was our best performance. Like I felt the best coming from that. And the finale, um, Dan and Shay, I love that song. That song is so, so hard to sing. And again, then I was, I was doing the course and then we had um, Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. And like, that's like always a song I've listened to since I was a kid. But then again, kind of like out of my, I tried to yeah. arrange it differently. Like, cause I didn't want to sing it like have it be all slow and do whatever because yeah. I just but yeah I did I did genuinely like the songs I got like some people got songs like they'd never even heard before yeah. so I was like grateful for that I was just it's so fun I would be so nervous like when we get the envelope and I'm like oh god like what song is it that's gotta be so tough See, all that stuff is super interesting as a viewer like I don't know shit about harmonizing and singing high and like I feel like if we went a little bit deeper on just how tough oh yeah I'm gonna use the word I like, know that would if it would have been interesting I feel like that they like had the right idea, but they like just like how the sausage was yeah. made. They didn't do that right. Like they need to exactly. figure out a better I formula. I agree. I think it, it, you needed a more of like a balance, like of showing, like because obviously, like a show like that, you know, you want drama. So yeah, there, that takes up time in an episode, right? And because, you know, The Bachelor is about relationships, they're going to want to show a lot of that. But then you didn't really get a lot of like the behind the scenes of like the music part of before performances, you know, so um, people didn't really get to see how like that kind of happened. It's kind of true of any musical competition show. You don't really get to see that much of like the behind the scenes of how it works of like getting into the performance. I mean, you did get to see our like practices. I think they showed that sometimes. <clears throat> to be honest, I was so fucked up watching every episode. I don't. <laughs> I've only rewatched. I I've rewatched the first episode like one time, um, with my boyfriend now because like he'd never seen it or like any clip from it or whatever. And he was like, after we've been dating for like a few months, he was like, okay, like I want to watch it. I was like, okay, but not without me because like <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to, to like explain things. <laughs> so. So congrats. Uh, you guys look so cute together. I did a little stalking on your Instagram. Look, you look really happy. Yeah, I am. Oh. So that's like, that. I'm so grateful for everything because, and every experience and every relationship, because it's only taught me more about like what my needs are and what I deserve and like have, finding more love for myself and realizing like, <clears throat> I'm not going to put up with this kind of stuff anymore. And so Honestly, I've, I was so grateful um, for that. And yeah, I like it put me in, into it. Like I wasn't in a good space for a while after it, but then kind of come the summertime, like I moved into a way better space, like without thinking of somebody else or like moving on or just focusing yeah. on myself yeah. and just trying to like work on myself. And then that made me ready to go into a, a new relationship. I'm like, this is the healthiest relationship that I've ever had. And like, I really love him, and I and then that's giving me perspective on like kind of everything that's happened before. So how um do we? How did you meet? Is that like well known? Yeah, we met on we met on a dating app, nice. and it was funny. 
morning. I like didn't want to go. I was like, I don't know. Like I just, it was like the first one that I went on. Like, and, and then we just met and then that was it. Like <laughs> I had like some other dates like planned. I met some people like being back here and whatever. And I just like, I wasn't even, it's funny because I think like even saw on the show, I, I do fall really quickly. I normally like get really intense emotions, like very fast. But then this time it was more of like a slow burn. Like I kind of was just going with it because I think I was being protective of myself. And then that like led to just like a natural, really like healthy, secure attachment and like good relationship. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we met on an app and then we, uh, I always joke because like, you know, <clears throat> Taylor Swift has a song like, the invisible string and she mm-hmm. talks about um uh centennial park uh-huh. and how she would sit there and like think about it and how everything led to him and we our first date was in centennial park Aww. so i just always think about that. it feels like everything kind of like led me to him and then that was where we met so oh, i love that is that where the parthenon is yes i saw your picture <laughs> <laughs> Great Instagram pic there, and I was uh, Eddie, Eddie the influencer, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but funny thing, not funny thing, I was taking it as like a joke. There were people, there were legit fucking people there doing photo shoots, and I was like, oh my god, this is like, <laughs> oh, yeah, all the time. People are always doing photo shoots here, but yeah, there are always people like taking pictures, and um, but like our first, we like we sat on like one of those swings there. I don't know if you saw that, but like we just had like our six month anniversary, and so he we like went back to the swing. Oh, and, like, I love that. <laughs> well, congrats on that. I mean, and Lynn, anything else with the show? I kind of want to talk about what you're up to now. Oh, I do. Have no, a I care more about Jamie to be honest. All right, last show question. Uh, judge, favorite judge. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Kesha. Yes. Danny, do you know that my brother and I are obsessed with Kesha? I'm obsessed with Kesha. And her and I, like, connected, whatever, because I know her story very well. Yeah. And she, too, was, like, a songwriter for so long before she became an artist. Yeah. And so, like, when I spoke about that on stage, like, she connected with that. And that was just, like, such a cool moment, too, because her – and also her song, Praying, like, got me wow. through a lot. So I was wow. just, like – it was an honor – to meet her and to like perform for her and you know she empathized with like how I was feeling and I I don't know it was just that I don't know anyway I I started from the top and I know I mean judges were like incredible you had great judges that was like kind of I was kind of floored with like how big of people they brought in for you guys to be honest but definitely Eddie and I were stoked we love her We would like try to guess. I remember one time we like really thought the Jonas Brothers. Would have been done. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> like, I, I think someone saw like, something written or something, and then we're all like, "Oh my god, it's the Jonas Brothers!" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm gonna pass out." <laughs> um, Eddie and I, I well, I praying is one of my absolute favorite songs, and there is a podcast from back in the day where Eddie and I performed <laughs> the song. Totally, totally like. <laughs> you know need earplugs and all that to hear it but we were just feeling the passion <laughs> i mean that show t- literally took over our lives lynn <laughs> it really did but um it really jamie so- it still does it's still the first song that like comes on anytime i put my music on my you guys know my life has changed because eucalyptus sheets 
are the best things and you need to get it for the loved one. Get your loved one some sheets or get your parent or your brother or like, you know, a teacher. I don't know. Is that suggestive to get them sheets? Might be. Maybe don't get a teacher sheets unless you're trying to do something with a teacher. But eucalyptus sheets, um, two times softer, three times more breathable and 10 times more sustainable than cotton sheets. You guys know I'm a hot sleeper. This no more. No more hot sleeping for Eddie. Okay. I ain't a hot sleeper anymore. Changing my life. I love this shit. All right. Um, Eucalypso sheets are incredibly comfortable. Um, where Where is my call to action for you guys? Of course, 10% off. Plus free shipping on your entire order. Uh, go to eucalyptohome.com. That's E-U-C-A-L-Y-P-S-O-H-O-M-E.com. Use code ROSEBUD, R-O-S-E-B-U-D. Um, they are sustainably milled in Austria in small batches. 99% of materials are recycled and reused or uh, in, in the production process, helping protect the environment. Dermatologists approve, and, and they're already approved. All right? So try them out. They're so soft. They're going to feel great on your face, and you're going to be you're gonna have a great life. So eucalyptohome.com. Use code ROSEBUD for 10% off plus free shipping. That link's in our bio and our show notes and on our Instagram. So go check it out. Um, you're very incredible and funny on TikTok. Thank you. <laughs> that's, something to be, that's something to be proud of. Why? Yeah. Why are we? I had some fun. I had some fun on there. I'm like, that's uh. <coughs> so I have like a break in my rights this next week. So like, I'm like, I want to get back onto doing that. It, you know, I will say it's been a difficult balance for me. You know, I had like probably six thousand followers before the show, and then gaining that platform, and then feeling like, what do I focus on? Yep. Like, yeah. I'm a musician. Yeah, I don't want to bite the hand that feeds me, but I don't want to be a part of Bachelor Nation. <laughs> like I am, but like I don't, I don't want to be an influencer. And then I was getting people like saying like, "Oh, where's your music? You're not doing that." And I'm like, "Well, I'm like overwhelmed. I don't know." Like yeah. because the thing is, uh, how music works today too. Like labels don't just look for talent. It's also about like your social uh-huh. media presence because and they don't have to sell you as hard because you already have that. That's less money for them. So. You know, at first I was, you know, trying to do the TikTok. I went, well, that just started before the show. I was starting to do that and stuff. She like taught me how to use it because I was quarantined and I was like, oh, this is fun. And doing that and then doing my Instagram too and like trying to post reels and stuff like that. And now just trying to like combine it and go back to like doing my TikToks, fun, funny stuff or like, and I, I'm a terrible dancer, but I'll like, do it anyway, like whatever. Um, but then also I'm trying to like incorporate my music more into it. So it's been difficult to kind of like find a balance, but I feel like been more of like gone back to my writing. And so now it's time for me to be like, Jamie, okay, now start showing some of these demos, start yeah. putting, showing some of these songs. No, I get it. I mean, the TikTok thing is interesting because for a musician, it's like a good platform now, I think, um, a great, I know this like. A wild example but like back before tiktok was what it was today that's how like old town road became so popular kids doing the dance to it so yeah yes yes well, all of it meg the stallion like i don't think savage at all would be what it was like Mm-mm. getting beyonce on a song oh like, my god man, like <laughs> i mean like i i this i might be making this a number up i don't know where i get my facts but like i read somewhere that like charlie d'amelio or like addison ray like 
<clears throat> like how you know an influencer will be paid to like do an ad for them to do a dance to a song like they could be like pay like a million dollars like it's crazy oh because if they do a dance that starts a trend yep. instant yeah but then it's fun you see it how it affects the music industry uh-huh i would hear a new song come out and be like that song was made for tiktok yes. like especially when they have instructions in the song like <laughs> I'm there right i am there like you're like oh okay like but, but it That's works. True. Um, yeah. One of my friends here works for a company that like they literally help artists take their song and then come up with like ways to like make it a trend oh, wow. on TikTok. I mean, I know a lot of people here that are writers that like put out a song on TikTok and it went viral and then th that song charted number one on iTunes. I mean, yeah. it's opening up the door for so many people to like, get out there but I will say like I cannot wrap my brain around TikTok of like how to be successful like I will sometimes like I will uh, maybe like there was this one I did that was like for prom whatever prom TikTok it took me like three oh, yeah. hours to do oh, that yeah. right it is difficult but then sometimes I'll do like yeah it's hard then sometimes I'll do one that's like a joke or like whatever like my makeup or hair is done or whatever I'm like want to do like a voice one where you just like lip sync and I put like zero effort into it and then that gets like way more I'm like yeah. what's the algorithm here like, I don't I know hear, I, I I'm totally it. aging myself here <laughs> but I have a second grader and like he could school all of us on TikTok and I'm oh, like I'm how how is this possible I used to be the tech savvy person here yeah and it's funny because you can even see anyone like I will see like someone's views so it could be like 800,000 in that TikTok the next TikTok it's like yeah. 2,000 it's just yeah. like it's it's I don't I don't really know how it works so sometimes I got like a little discouraged yeah. I'm like yeah because it feels like TikTok it's a lot about quantity not necessarily yep. quality and it's just like and also they really want you to play by their rules like they want you to use their songs. They want you to use their sounds. They want you to use their effects. They don't like outside videos as much. And like, also like if you do their brand, that's how you end up on like the first page. Like um, when I did like the TikTok prom stuff, like the team I was working with at the time, like told me basically like what to do, what the trend was like before it come, came out even. Wow. And then I did that. And then I ended up being like the first one when you look at like hashtag trending or whatever for it. So I'm like, okay, there's like some behind the scenes stuff oh, yeah. going on here. Yeah. Well, I wrote a song, like it's, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the trend lately. That's like, tell me blank without oh, telling yeah. me. I'm all about <laughs> like Eddie's so, caption on his Nashville that was my picture. Nashville caption. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that okay? Well, I literally, I was making a joke in like my co-write the other day and we ended up writing a song called uh, tell me without telling me and it's all about like having someone tell me telling you that they love you mm. without telling you love it so i'm like okay well i'm gonna jump on this so that's yep. gonna be the first thing that i'm gonna be putting on my tiktok drive soon all right i'm like i'm gonna jump on this trend but it is funny like it it's like it, it affects all of it and all the music industry yeah. or like singing songs on new music friday yeah. and i'm like that's insane yeah. like <laughs> it's nuts it's crazy. but um Let's talk about your new hit, Go To Your Head. I listened to an absolute jam, especially with the weather getting good. I don't know if that had anything to do with the timing, but, I mean, it's a windows-down, blast-it song. Yeah, I will say, so, like, I, I released it kind of after the show. Like, I'm, I mean, that's obvious, so I won't even, like, try to whatever. It was about Trevor. <clears throat> and, like, uh, that was weird for me, to be honest, to be releasing my first single, which was, like, you know, really exciting for me. And it was kind of hard for me to, like, detach at the time of it being, like, 
oh, this is a song I'm like really proud of. I wrote it by myself. I'm like putting this out there. But then also I'm like, oh, but it's like about someone that like, you know, like hurt me, whatever. And um, but then I was like, you know, we wouldn't have so many great songs if like yeah. the person was like, oh, it didn't work out or oh, like, yeah. but I don't want them, to, you know, so. I don't know, but like now I like definitely like, even though it, it, it kind of, it did come out like a, a little while ago before I have new music out, like I do want to like get into like promoting it yeah. more because now I like have like a new like love and appreciation for it, I mm -hmm. think. So, and yeah, like for me, that's like something, well, it's weird to say about my own song, but like, yes, like a windows down kind of just a feeling of just like wanting to show somebody like, how you, you know, you feel and like not being afraid. Like, I think that's such a common like feeling and just like, I don't know. Cause I always used to joke like, oh, don't let it go to your head, which I realized was coming from a place of insecurity. Like, why not? Like if yeah. you love and care about something, like, you want them to feel good. You should yeah. want them to like know how much you care about them. So. Yeah. No, I hear you. It's a, it, it's a jam. I'm excited. So we got, all right. So we got this song out. You're writing now. We got your budding TikTok career that's going to have other songs on it. We have your Instagram, Jamie Gabrielle Music. What what else? Give us more. What else can we keep looking for? Or what else is Jamie working on? Yeah. Um. I mean, that's Covered it. pretty much it. That's, that's a lot. lot. That's, <laughs> that's keeping me busy. Yes. Yes. I would say right now my balance is living life because – after the show aired, I felt like I had no life. Yeah. I was just like contact, contact, content, la la la, whatever. And I even say this about musicians that are like super, super into that. Like they don't they live, breathe, eat music. That's awesome. And that works for some people. But for me as a songwriter, if I'm not living life, what do I have to write about? So I think it's like me living my life, experiencing, growing, that, taking care of myself, working on self-care, that piece the writing piece of just creating new content that just hopefully gets better and better each time and then uh recording it releasing it and then making use of like the platform that i do have to like help my music do better so love it all right so jamie this was great great getting to chat with you a little chat down memory lane more fun kind of even talking about like what you're up to now your music songwriting yeah uh, hopefully we'll see you out on the road if you get to philly if you ever play in philly um we'll love to meet oh yes we'll, we're we'll totally there but um we'll keep playing the music and rose butches you guys click play on that about a thousand times help our girl out but it was great talking to you today and uh we'll definitely stay tuned for what you got coming next thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure oh thank you so much jamie we'll be listening for what's next your smile and pacific blue eyes the way your body looks lying next to mine
This is Patty Cool, and you're listening to Rosebuds with Uncle Eddie and Mommy. I love you guys.